Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to welcome back a repeat guest, one of our favorite people here at Sharkpreneur, Amber Spears from East Fifth Avenue. Amber, thank you so much for coming back. I'm excited to be back, my friend. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course. Now, for those of you who didn't hear the first episode, you should go back and find that episode and listen to it. But uh, Amber is one of the co-founders of East Fifth Avenue, which started as a high-end affiliate management agency that in their first three years alone generated over 8 million leads and hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue across a myriad of industries, working with some of the biggest names in the business. And um, today we're going to talk about a very specific, what I think is irresistible program they've got, which I am excited to be a part of. So I'm sharing the love. Um, Amber, how did Traffic Tribe come about? That's a good question. We actually launched it in April of 2020, uh, right when COVID happened, right? Uh, But it had been something that I had been ideating on for years and years and wanted to kind of pull the trigger on. Um, So essentially, when I first started in affiliate marketing, you know, the way that I was trained in affiliate marketing was my boss who had very limited time was like, here's what affiliate marketing is. Here's our affiliate marketing program. Get to know our offers. Here's how much we pay affiliates. Like here are the affiliates that we work with and like you're off to the races, right? And so um, that training in hindsight, you know, is basically what most affiliate managers get. That's that's basically all they get is like, here's our offers. Here's people we work with. Go out and find more people like that and, 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 and get going. Um, and there was really no support system outside of my company. Like there wasn't people really training me how to be an affiliate manager, how to be better at my job, how to negotiate better rates when I'm doing email drops, where to find and prospect for really good affiliates, how to filter out who's a good affiliate partner who wouldn't be, right? Like I couldn't really figure out just size from looking at their website. Like there was just so many things that I wasn't trained on and there wasn't resources out there to do. So I literally, you know, I was fortunate because I started as a salesperson. So this really is a sales role. It's a BD role, you know, but it's also a marketing role. So I also, I came in with not a lot of marketing knowledge around like our actual offers and, and, you know, emails and like conversion rates and like all that other stuff. So I had to learn both. And so I started taking really careful notes from that time. And I ended up after I had, you know, quite a bit of success because I was a salesperson. So I was like eating other people's 
for lunch. You know, I was eating their stats for lunch. I, I could run circles around them because they had people in there that were not trained in sales in that position. So like I was outperforming them simply because I had that background. Um, so eventually I created my own course. We called it the Spears method named after me. And then eventually my business partner and I collaborated and we created the new iteration, which is now in its fifth iteration called uh, Philly Accelerator, which I'll talk about later. But I thought that, you know, the most important thing was like, one, how do we train affiliate managers in a way that's going to move the business forward and give them the support that they need? And also, how do we create a network of affiliate managers where they can plug into on a regular basis to see each other regularly, their current affiliate partners that they work with, so they can deepen the relationships with their current affiliates. And then how do we also create a network where there's new blood coming in on a regular basis into the community so that they can also use that as a prospecting place. And so that's really what we created. You know, we, we had been IDing on it. And then finally, when COVID hit, I remember looking at my business partner and I was like, are we going to make it? <laughs> like, are, are we going to make it? Fortunately, many of our clients are in direct response, like alternative health. And so like one of our clients went from like a $34,000 a month vitamin E skew. Like we couldn't get it past 34,000 a month. We're like, this vitamin, this vitamin D is just not moving. And then all of a sudden when COVID hit, they did $3 million in the month of March. And we're like, okay, you know, some of our clients are going to do really well. Some of our clients are not. Um, and there was just so much fear. So we ended up doing uh, a live call uh, in like early March like right when the the pandemic was happening. And we ended up having 400 people on that call. And we just said, hey guys, if you're worried and you're scared, get on this call. And we were on there for hours. I think it was like a four hour call and everyone got a chance to talk and talk about their offers. And we're like, hey, we have something here. So we did it again and we had another 400 people. And then finally my business partner and I were like, this is the thing that we wanted to do. Um, so we basically created traffic tribe out of that. So we do twice a month calls. A once a month is always about pitching your offer shamelessly. Like get on here, pitch your offer. Tell us about the conversion rate. Tell us about your contest. Tell us what you're offering. You know, like pitch shamelessly on here because if you can't pitch here, where can you pitch? Doesn't make sense. And then the other side is training. So we bring in people like, you know, yourself, esteemed leaders, Joe Polish, Teresa Pasquale, JJ Virgin. We've had so many big thought leaders, Perry Belcher coming in and teaching best practice. We also have the people that are in the trenches every day, you know, like the guys that are upsender that are actually, you know, actually sending out millions of emails a month and what they're seeing and like top, some of the top copywriters writing the best offers on the market. They're coming in and teaching us hooks and ideas. Like we needed all of that stuff when we were doing affiliate marketing and, and learning. So, you know, if you go to a conference, a lot of times it's the business owner going to the conference. And they're expected to come back and bring the learnings to the team, right? And they don't want to pay for an affiliate manager to go to this expensive conference. They would rather do it. So we're actually offsetting a lot of that cost and education and support and training at a very reasonable price. Um, and they also get a live event included in that. So they get deal making live once a year. They come and set up deals in person and we, we teach them best practice, introduce them to people. So it's been like such a cool thing. Our retention rating on it, it's insane. We have a 1.3% attrition rate per month, which is like unheard of when it comes to any sort of membership. So that was a lot. We're going to unpack all of that. Yeah. Let's go back to the beginning what do you think some of the biggest mistakes 
companies are making when it comes to hiring and training their affiliate managers? Yeah, that's a good question. So I think the first thing is um, not understanding that this is a sales role. Period. The end. There are a lot of times what they're doing is they're hiring somebody who's good with people. And that does not mean that you're closing deals and you're able to negotiate and you you have a hunter's mentality. The role of this person, if they're going to grow the business, is an understanding of sales and that sort of sales drive, not just that you're good with people. Right. You do need an emotional IQ that's high because you're dealing with another human being. But at the end of the day, what I find most often is if your revenue is all over the place, let's say that let's say that the the offers itself that you have are competitive above industry best standard. You're paying well, you're paying fast, your offers optimize, all that other stuff. It's usually the person in the driver's seat is not hungry for sales and they don't they don't have the ability that that inner drive to do that or they have that and they're not well-trained and they don't understand what they're looking for or how to negotiate or how to prospect or how to do good follow-up or how to stay organized or how to time manage. They're just not trained in that way. So I think that's the first thing is like, who is in the driver's seat of your affiliate program? And also a, a big thing that I see a lot of times is the person in the driver's seat is also wearing a lot of different hats. There's somebody's social media manager, and they're also the designer, and they're also the copywriter, and they're also expected to do this. There's just not enough hours in the day. So if you want to grow your affiliate program, you have to take it seriously and, and be willing to have somebody in there at least part-time, solely focused on doing that, if not full-time, focused on growing that business. I've never seen a seven-figure affiliate program that has somebody driving it that's also wearing a ton of different hats, right? It's like the the, the programs that I see, they're doing seven, eight, nine figures. They have full-time people in there working full-time on that part of the business to grow it. That makes a lot of sense. Now, let's assume we've got somebody full-time and they have, if not an affiliate background, at least a sales background. You keep, you've mentioned multiple times that it's a sales role. Yeah. What, this is going to sound like an oversimplification and a really simple question, but I don't want to assume anything. So what is the affiliate manager selling? Yeah, they're selling the company, right? They're selling the company's offers or they're, they're trying to, to grow the reach and the revenue of the business by doing things like audience swaps, right? By booking their personal brand. If they have a, a, an owner like you or myself on podcasts, getting them on stages, they're trying to get people to promote their offers via their email list on social. Like they're trying to grow the reach of the rev. That's what they're selling. They're selling, you know, the, the solutions that their company offers, whether it's a weight loss solution or it's a consulting solution to the other brand's audience. And so that's like just the really, like at the core of it, you know, I always tell people, I'm like, if, if the register is not ringing from the things that they're doing, they're doing the wrong things. Right. So that's the big, that's a big, that's a big thing. Like at the end of the day, it's like, if they're not making the company money, then either they could be the right person, the wrong seat of the bus, or they're just the wrong person. So they're not picking up the phone and saying, John Smith consumer, buy my vitamin D. They're saying, Hey, owner of vitamin C company, yes. I'll sell your vitamin C to my audience. If you sell your vitamin D to my audience and let's arrange a swap. Yes. This is actually something that a lot of people get confused on so often. Um, even really experienced entrepreneurs, like 
I, I think the big distinction is for anyone on the call where they're listening, they're like, okay, what's an affiliate? It's like uh, an affiliate partner in the context that I'm speaking of and the most common language is B2B. So like I'm setting up a deal with you, you're setting up a deal with me. We're both the founders of the company. We know that we serve a similar avatar. You know, I'm doing things you're not doing and vice versa. And so we're able to fill holes in our perspective, you know, like lines of services in that way, because we know like and trust each other. It's different than having an ambassador who might be a client of mine that wants to refer me business, whether I'm buying leggings from you or I'm doing something else. I don't have an audience if I'm just a client, right? So it's really leveraging the audience and the brands and the trusted brands and lending that credibility to each other. So let's assume we've got an affiliate manager, they've got a sales background, they're full time. So we've got the resources devoted to it. What are some of the most common issues that come up in terms of them doing their job well and making that cash register ring, like you said, and us as owners managing that? Oh, that's such a good question. Well, from an owner's perspective, most owners don't have time to manage and, and motivate and train their affiliate managers, right? They don't. They're not experts in that. They're experts in their business and their offerings and their mission and all the other stuff. So most of the time when they're focused on their affiliate manager, it's either when they're new or when they're not performing. And so there's just so much in between that 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 happens, so much time and, and so much energy that gets ex expended between hiring and firing somebody, right? And so we really take on a lot of that in our programs. We can manage them alongside of you. We can recruit them. We can hire, we can hire them. We can also help change the direction of, of their destiny because we've had people that have 22 years of experience that have come into our programs and our people really love working with them. They're like, hey, I love this affiliate manager, but they're plateaued. They're just not hitting revenue numbers. I don't know what's going on. So if we look under the hood and we see that their offers are still doing really well, but there's a problem over here in terms of the performance, we can put them into programs and start working with them and coaching them and being like, hey, it's a time management issue. Um, a lot of times it's also like a lead gen issue. Like if you're not going to events, if you don't have a good cold prospecting system set up, if you don't have a referral system set up inside of your, of your affiliate program, meaning you're not asking your top affiliates on a regular basis, hey, can you make introductions for me for second tier, et cetera? If you don't have all that stuff built in, then you're limited by the amount of people that you know. So that's another big issue. And that's what Traffic Tribe solves in a lot of ways is like you're getting plugged into a network of 250 different companies, which is represented by affiliate manager offer owners that you can work with to set up deals, to set up, you know, referrals, to set up all this other stuff, because lead gen is a real issue, especially if you don't have you know, a recurring pipeline of, of affiliates coming into you, that's always a limitation. Absolutely. I think that it makes total sense because for example, we have a client um, in the financial advisory space who has done multiple webinars for the list that they had access to, done really well, built a nice business, but can't keep doing the same webinar over and over and over again. And it's now like, where do we get more people just like those who have lists that we can write a check and they will mail for us? Right, exactly. So it's it's a lead gen issue. I also think it's a training issue. You know, people just kind of get fatigued. Like if you're not up leveling their skills, like I think that's an innate thing that we have as entrepreneurs is like, you're probably like me and you're probably buying all the latest books, 
and you're learning and you're, you're devoting your time to that and you're implementing it in your business. But a lot of times you're so busy working on yourself, you're not able to translate that to your team and they're not getting additional up levels of their skills. So they're plateauing. Right. So that's another thing that that's why the education component of tribe is so important to me is because I want them learning what's what's really working out in the market right now. What are the hottest offers? You know, what what are we actually paying for the people that are performing the best? What are they actually paying in CPA? Are you competitive to that if you have a similar offer? You know, like how are you able to negotiate these these changing rates in in these email drops and all of these other things and also teaching them things like mindset we have mindset people coming in and teaching them not just techniques and tactics on marketing but also on selling and also inspirational people that they normally wouldn't get access to like you'd have to pay twenty five thousand dollars a year to be in Genius Network but we bring in Joe Polish and have him talk to you about things like recovery and mindset and addiction and and also how to treat people right like we're giving them access to people that they normally wouldn't get. Uh, through through a traffic tribe, which is really important to me because I really look at these people as such an important part of the business. Like I have affiliate managers that I worked with that are generating millions of dollars a month for their companies. They are absolutely indispensable and we need to keep training them and and taking care of them and giving them community as well, especially with, with COVID, you know, with the pandemic shutting down so many offices, it's like, we're all virtual now. So being able to plug into a community like that twice a month is like so important for these for these people. Absolutely. I think you have built such an amazing Rolodex inside of traffic, not only in your own business, but obviously inside of traffic tribe that, for example, where else can you go to get access to hundreds of affiliate managers who could do deals or swaps with you at a really high level? I think that's one of the biggest selling points. Obviously, the training is important, but I think it's that million dollar Rolodex, right? Yeah. Totally. And what's cool about it too, is like, uh, what I didn't want to do is like what a lot of networks do. And I get why they do that, which is like hide who's in there. So like, once you're a member, you have access to the member directory, right? So you can go on there and be like, I want to see everybody who has weight loss offers or financial offers. And you can go on there and their contact information is listed. And then you'll see them every two weeks on calls, right? If they're able to show up every two weeks. They, they will. Some people show up once a month. Some people show up a couple of times a month or a couple times a year, which is fine. I don't need you on every single call, right? What I do need you to be is an active member of the community. And we encourage everyone We're like, Hey, reach out to these guys, set up calls with them and start doing deals with them. And then we do even all networking calls where you get on the call and we're breaking you into groups of two groups of four groups of eight, you know, and we're all like meeting new people on those calls and able to start setting up the deal flow right away on those calls so that you have something to, you know, you, you're like, Hey, I talked to Seth. Let me get your contact information. I'm going to follow up with you via email. Like there's just no other place like that. Most places are going to keep, you know, their publishers private, keep them to themselves so they can act as an intermediary, which I see the value of you know, totally see the value of that. And I think that's important with some of your best and your top contacts But for everybody else. Like, how are you supposed to get deals done if you don't know who they are and you can't get a hold of them? For sure. Talk a little bit about the vetting process to get into Traffic Tribe because you are very, very selective and don't accept just anybody who's willing to punch in a credit card. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think that's a big important part of it. So for me, I want somebody who's at least doing six figures a year in their business, because if not, like, you know, on average, your offers aren't probably going to be doing very well or very optimized. You don't know what you're doing. So there is a place for teaching and we have 
hundreds of hours of trainings inside of Traffic Tribe. All of my talks that I've done at Traffic and Conversion or Mindshare, they're all in there. A bunch of personalized trainings from our team, uh, scorecards, like all kinds of stuff that you can learn in there. So there is stuff for, you know, kind of new people all the way up to super experienced. But at the end of the day, like we want people in there that, you know, are also willing to do good business in the sense of like, I don't want somebody in there that's like, I only want people to promote my offers, right? Like we can't have a whole cohort of people that only want one-way traffic and are not willing to set up deals. So that's another thing that we're asking. It's like, I'm not saying say yes to every deal. I'm just saying, are you open to that? Do you sometimes do it? You know, do you have the basic things in place in your business? Like the ability to track where the traffic is coming from, the ability to pay your affiliates on time, right? Like, do you have assets that they can use to promote? meaning email swipe copy or graphics or, you know, banners or those kinds of things. So if you don't have those basic things, you're going to come in and while, you know, you're, you're not gonna be able to contribute enough to the community. So we're happy to help, but there are other places we can put you until you get to that point to be inside of a community of people that know what they're doing. Right. So that's, that's a big part of, of why we vet people in the group. Now you've, I'm curious to you knowing how KPI driven you are. Do you track stats on production of Traffic Tribe as a group? Yeah, we definitely try to. So we do surveys on a regular basis. Um, you know, people can remain anonymous. So sometimes, you know, we want them to give us good feedback on what's working and what's not. So we do offer something at the bottom, like, hey, if you're willing to use your name, et cetera, can we do that? So we've tracked, um, you know, in the first year that we did it, we tracked thir- over 1300 deals that had been done inside of our group. Uh, some people shared actual stats, like you'll see some people shared, um, Christina McKay with Pure Thrive, for example, it's now called Pirelli Health, shared that they generate over $400,000 in business from Tribe and doing a launch. So we do have people that, you know, are, are sharing their stats. Um, and we can track the deal flow too, because when we do our, what we call tee-ups, when people get in front of the group and pitch, we're tracking how many people are saying, yes, I will promote it, or I'll send it over to my list manager to decide. And, you know, so we can see who's raising their hand and doing what. It's also up to them on the other side to do the follow-up and make sure that that stuff's going. But I would say with confidence that at least 80% of those people are getting those deals closed and getting the deal flow in. So yeah, we track as much as we possibly can. And we're very transparent. Like if there's a problem and somebody in the group is like, for example, is constantly saying they're going to promote and then they don't when push comes to shove, we want to know who those people are and we will contact them and their owners and be like, Hey guys, we're getting a lot of feedback from the group that you're getting deals, you're getting traffic your way. But when it comes time to you being a good member of the community and you actually doing what you say you're going to do, we're getting feedback that you're not doing that. And so that's one of the benefits of the paid groups. You know, I, I hear a lot of people like, why would I pay money when I can be in all these other groups for free? Well, because there's nobody holding anyone accountable, right? That's one of the big problems with the paid groups is like, it's my job to protect the nest and to make sure that not only are we providing good training, we're bringing good people in, but we're also protecting the integrity of the group and that we're willing to get in between any political things that happen. You know, and I understand things happen, right? Maybe you got shut out of your email service provider, or maybe you said that you would do something and you just got so overwhelmed and forgotten, it slipped through the cracks. Maybe your affiliate manager promised something that you actually didn't say you could do. All those things happen. But if it's a recurring pattern of behavior, you're not a good fit for this community and we will remove you. You've got virtual events that take place um, on a, you know, sounds like at least twice a month. 
um, if not more. You've got hundreds of hours of training. You've got an incredible community. Um, you've also got some physical uh, things that are part of that. Talk about the physical elements and the live events and stuff like that. Yeah. So um, one of the things that we do is a thing called deal making live. So we did that because I was really tired of going to events and like feeling like I couldn't pitch my offers or like talk business. A lot of it was like, this is my card and let's talk about personal stuff, but let's never actually close any deals. So I was like, let's just create a whole event called deal making live. So we literally have people come in um, and we say we're here to, to hopefully make some deals on average. People walk away with 12 deals per event where they're either, you know, set up already. And the business owner has said yes to doing that and moving it forward, or they have 12 different offers that they're looking at and they need to run it by their list manager to get approval. So um, that's a really important component for us is like actually doing deals, getting them done live in person. And also that in-person part is so important. Like I said, Affiliate managers, they need community too. And so do offer owners that are learning. A lot of times there's offer owners that are doing six figures or almost seven figures, and they're still their own affiliate manager. And they also need to have training and support. So it's a really cool environment to come in, set deals up, see each other in person. And we have a lot of fun. I mean, we're doing like games. We did Olympic games last time. We're, we're taking boats out. We're doing all kinds of fun, connective stuff to keep the community healthy. But we're also just very like unabashedly, like we're here to do business. So let's pitch and let's be relentless about our pitching and let's try to get some business done and teach them how to do that in an elegant way. Like, Hey, this is my offer. Here's how much I can give for traffic tribe members. You guys get this additional bump. If you say yes, in this period of time, and if you can promote this and like teach them how to be sophisticated about it and also being like, Hey, if someone said no, it's a no, right. Don't just come back and like try to hammer them and like, you know, be be like relentlessly annoying and hurt the actual relationship. Let's teach you how to do this in a way that's elegant and that moves the business forward. What do you, how do you balance <laughs> reciprocation, right? Because you mentioned uh, a minimum, I think of six figures to be a decent, you know, to be able to qualify for Traffic Tribe. But you could have someone doing even, let's say a million dollars a year, who's email list or following might be 5,000 or 10,000 people. Yeah. And you got, you have some nine figure brands in traffic tribe mm -hmm. who might have 20 million people on their email list. How do you oh. balance that when someone who's maybe for lack of a better term, starting out or smaller wants to do, do, do a deal with a brand 10 times their size, but can't fairly reciprocate, happy to pay the commissions, but can't fairly reciprocate in terms of cross promos. Man, you ask such good questions. Uh, there's so much here that you can do. So I always tell people a few things. One, uh, there's money and time that you can invest into things like this, right? So money will get you to the front of the line. If you think about a promotional calendar, there's 30 days in a calendar month, right? And out of the 30 days, if you're promoting every day, which experienced marketers will do, but a lot of other people are scared by that, then they're gonna they're gonna look at it and say, I have 30 calendar days to promote somebody. Most of the time, I'm gonna promote my internal offers that make me the most money, or I'm gonna to promote people that I know I can trust that I owe money to or that I need to reciprocate to. And then everybody else is just going to fit in when they fit in. You can jump the line if you're a smaller guy by guaranteeing or renting a list or doing a guaranteed earning per click or earning per lead or, or what have you. So you can get data in there so that you can take the risk off of the affiliate partner that's promoting it, or you can invest the time 
invest time in the relationship showing up, you know, doing things like traffic tribe. And then eventually you'll get slotted into one of those promotional things. If it's a fit for the brand later on. So most entrepreneurs are impatient. So I would say invest both money and time. The other thing is like, I'm not as concerned with the size of your audience. I'm concerned about the engagement that you have with your audience, the relationship that you have. I've seen email lists of 50,000 vastly outperform email lists of a million people. So I think that's a really important distinction. And also knowing that like at the end of the day, you can do things like, hey, you promote me one time to either a full blast to your email list and then I'll promote you three times this year because we have a different size audience, right? That's like one thing you can do. You can also say, hey, you're much bigger than me. So I'm going to give you a higher CPA or a higher commission amount. I'm also going to promote you X amount of times. Does that feel fair? So I think you just kind of get to the point where like, you know, also if somebody has a really good offer and they're hungry, you can tell who the up and comers are. I'm sure you can, Seth. Like you can see somebody and you're like, this kid's going somewhere. This person's going somewhere. Or this person has a lot of experience in business and is like older and they've never done affiliate marketing, but I can just tell that they know what they're doing and they're going to be really good. So I know their audience might be smaller, but I'm going to invest a little bit of time on them because their offer performs really good for my audience. So that's the important part is their offer performs well. And when I promote it, I make even more money than I expected and it's a hit with my list. And I can just tell this person's going to be something way bigger than they are today. And so that's also a part of doing this is like, do they hit your metrics in terms of if I promote it, does it make me money? And does it make me as much money as I expected? Then it's not really fair to be like, you're smaller than me. So, you know, you, I, I need the same amount of, of volume back. It's all, there's a lot of things that you can be doing in there to work on that. And I don't want anyone small being like, if I'm not, you know, big enough, I can't, I can't reciprocate. Maybe you can't reciprocate in terms of how much traffic you send, but there are a lot of other ways you can pay someone faster, right? So you can say, Hey, instead of paying you in 60 days or 30 days, I'm gonna pay you in two weeks or three days. That's a big added bonus for affiliate partners, right? They're like, okay, I'll get paid more or faster. I pay you more. Hey, because you're someone who can send me this much volume. I'm going to up your CPA. I'm going to do this, right? There's a lot of different things that you can do to, to kind of make that quote unquote even. That makes a lot of sense. Your passion is obvious. What do you like best about what you're doing? I love doing things with people like, like people that I brands that I love. Like I, I remember uh, reading like fresh press olive oil club stuff. And like before they were a client and I was like, man, this writing is so good. It reminds me of my favorite copywriter of all time. Gary Benzavanga turns out Gary owns that company with TJ and Megan. And like, I get to hang out with him, like my hero. The reason why I got into this industry in the first place is like, because of him and like, you know, just getting in a hangout with people like you and like Perry Belcher and people that I've admired for so long and, and being able to help brands that I love grow. Like I'm an investor in beekeepers naturals because I love their products, you know, and like getting to see them grow in that way. And then getting to hang out at conferences and like, they've become my clients have become some of my best friends. And I just get so juiced about, being able to help them by bringing the right people together and the right brands together is my favorite thing to do. I'm going to echo that comment. I get to have what I think, what I have called, and I think you probably know, uh, pinch me moments yeah. where it's like, you know, Rich Sheffern texts me a question and I'm like, seriously, like, oh I grew yeah. up in this business, watching him, me being in the audience, running to the back of the room, buying his right. stuff. And right. now he's got a question for me. Like it's a whole right. crap that that just happened. Totally, dude. I love Rich. I felt the same way when I like met Rich at Agora. I was working there and someone's like, 
hey, there's a guy named Rich and he wants to talk to you because he like heard that you're working with this company inside of Agora. Can he talk to you? And he walks in and I was like, oh my God, like this is so cool. And now he comes to my events. He's in, in uh, four rooms and teaches and does all kinds of stuff. He's such a great guy. It's totally pinch me moment. Same thing with Joe Polish. You know, he's become a dear friend of mine. I'm just like, wow, this is like so amazing that we can do affiliate marketing, partnership marketing and help our heroes grow. And also in return, they're now seeing us as peers and, and we're becoming leaders in the space because we're, we're leveraging the power of our relationships. It's just so special. There's nothing else like this, nothing else. Like there's no way, like when I was working as a, at an agency, at an SEO agency, for example, you know, I worked at an agency, I helped start one, a really big one. I was the first employee, employee number one, and I'm going out and I'm trying to get the Nike account to do, you know, SEO for them. I'm not going to be talking to the other agencies and being like, how many backlinks did you put in there? You know, like, what are you offering them? What price are you charging them? Like, you know, like I wouldn't be doing any of that. I would be like very close to the best. Like, you know, this is like my thing, but in this industry, we're like, oh yeah, this copywriter is such a good job. Let me introduce you to him. Oh yeah. Here's how much we're paying an affiliate. You know what? Let me walk you through my entire funnel because you're my buddy, right? Like, let me send customers your way. We both have weight loss offers, but you know what? I'm going to see you as a, a collaborator, not, not a competitor. Like it's just so special. There's nothing else like that. Amen. I think that is, I agree hundred percent and a perfect place to wrap. I know your time's incredibly valuable. We greatly appreciate you coming back and spending some more with us. This is episode two in what will be the Amber Spears series. I am sure we will put a link to Traffic Tribe in the show notes for you. Um, if you have an affiliate program that you want to grow, if you want to get your affiliate manager trained the right way, either now or the first time. If you want to explode your business with an affiliate program, Traffic Tribe is absolutely one of the places you should start. Amber, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Seth. You're so awesome. I'm so grateful for our friendship and I look forward to coming back. Likewise. Thank you everyone for watching or listening. We will talk to you or see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>